Well, folks, with the Wayfield Report in its fifth season and me starting my 14th year of podcasting in 2021, I figured now would be as good time as any to start a Patreon page for the podcast. And I know everyone these days has a Patreon page who is a podcaster, but let me tell you what you're going to get if you decide to join the Whitfield Report Patreon. At the one level, at the one dollar level, you'll simply be uh, contributing. That'll simply be a way of saying thank you, uh, and I appreciate it, but that's that. However, at the three dollar level on up, you're going to be getting access to an exclusive uh, podcast that I'm hoping to do weekly called the Savage Express Podcast. And on that podcast, exclusive to Patreon subscribers and supporters, I'll be covering music and movies and pop culture and personal anecdotes in ways that uh, I can't cover on uh, YouTube or traditional podcast platforms. I'm hoping to do this every week. I might not, but it'll certainly be a longer-form podcast uh, for those types of topics, if you're interested in that sort of thing. And uh, I also might be re-releasing some uh, episodes of the Whitfield Analysis, my old podcast, re-releasing the back catalog, as it were, uh, digging out some of the old video clips that I've had an archive for years and posting all of that exclusively to the Patreon site for you guys. It's going to be a good time and uh, there are a couple of different tiers you can join in at. Uh, I understand if you can't join the Patreon, but if you're, if you're able to uh, financially support the show and you want to help out, joining the Patreon would be the best way to do that. So I encourage you to go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report and sign up on one of the tiers today. And uh, again, folks, I want to thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And hopefully uh, I can look forward to your financial contribution, which I deeply appreciate as well. God bless, folks, and uh, God freedom amongst see in that order. Now broadcasting from the next-gen conservative studio in sunny South Florida, bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. Well, good evening, folks, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live here from NGC Studios here in South Florida for another Saturday night uh Shindig special, whatever you want to call it. Every Saturday night night special is, uh, you know, great. And uh, I'm glad to be here with you. 
Uh, unfortunately, my uh, co-host Apex is uh, dead, as I said on Thursday. Uh, Susan Wojcicki uh, killed him, you know, metaphorically speaking at, at least, but you know, he is the channel and the channel is him, so, uh, you know, please, we need, uh, we need help covering funeral expenses for Apex's uh, channel, so without further ado, uh, contact info. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Surprised I'm I'm not nuked over there yet at samw underscore ndc. Uh, follow me on Gab and uh, Mines at Sam Whitfield. Parlor is down again. Don't know why, but they are. Uh, streamlabs.com forward slash Whitfield report. If you'd like to donate and help cover, uh, you know, Apex's channel's funeral costs, we really appreciate it. Uh, and then if you would like to, uh, you know, contribute to the, uh, Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash the Whitfield Report, uh, all links are in the description and everything else, and, uh, oh, what's that? Did I hear a voice from beyond? Ooh, I'm here to fuck your stream up again. No, get rid of me that easily. Not tonight, not tonight, motherfucker. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what we're what we're doing. Uh, how are you? How are you doing, Apex? Man, I'm drinking coffee. I'm all right. That that's that's good. Just don't do what I did last week and drink coffee and then get all jittery on on stream. I I swear those Cubans were trying. They they I swear they spiked my uh coffee with uh you know even though Colombian even though yeah even though Cubans aren't Colombian uh you know they they might have spiked me with uh some cocaine or something I don't know but uh and it's the same hem it's the same hemisphere They're, they all listen. yeah similar skin tone similar language come on yeah racist here. Yeah, they're 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 all they're all drug they're all drug deal dealers. So there's some they're they're all bad hombres, you know. Yep. President Trump said so. Yep, they're they're all they're all bad bad hombres. So um, anyway, what the fuck are we talking about tonight, dude? I didn't even realize it was Saturday. You tagged me on Twitter, and I'm like, excuse me, like I thought it was like Thursday. Dude, I'm so tired. <laughs> I uh and yeah I, I've I've been there I've been there too. Um. Well, I can actually, I actually did show prep uh, today so I can read an article. Uh, this will be up your alley uh, because it has to do with uh, critical race theory, which I know, uh, you know, is one of our favorite topics uh, to discuss, but it has gotten... Uh, has been. Yeah, it has been, sure. It has gotten, uh, but... I guess worse if you uh want to think about it so this story actually broke uh yesterday i think we i think we, we kind of called that well over a year ago but go ahead we we did uh but in my prediction about a certain company adapting this came true uh yesterday uh so i put the link in show prep um if you want to follow along, um, 
but let me get to the screen. Okay, so um, for those listening on the audio podcast, this is an article from uh, Christopher Rufo, I think is how you pronounce uh, this guy's name. And uh, the headline is The Wokest Place on Earth. Disney mounts an internal campaign against white privilege and organizes racially segregated affinity groups. So starting off, um, the Walt Disney Corporation famously bills its amusement parks as, quote, the happiest place on earth. But inside the company's headquarters, a conflict is brewing. In the past year, Disney executives have elevated the ideology of critical race theory into a new corporate dogma and bombarded employees with trainings on systemic racism, white privilege, white fragility, white saviors, and launched racially segregated affinity groups at the company's headquarters. I have obtained, this is uh, Rufo speaking, I've obtained a trove of whistleblower documents related to Disney's diversity and inclusion program called Reimagine Tomorrow, which paints a disturbing picture of the company's embrace of racial politics. Although the intention of the program might be noble, multiple Disney employees who requested anonymy out of fear of reprisals told me that the Reimagine Tomorrow program has become deeply politicized and engulfed parts of the company in racial conflict. The core of Disney's racial program is a series of training modules on anti-racism in one module called, quote, Allyship for Race Consciousness. The, The company tells employees that they, quote, must take ownership of educating themselves about structural anti-race, black black racism, and that they should, quote, not rely on their black colleagues to educate them, end quote, because it is, quote, unquote, emotionally taxing. The United States, the document claims, has a long history of systemic racism and transphobia, and white employees in particular must work through their feelings of guilt, shame, defense, and defensiveness to understand what is beneath them and what needs to be healed. Disney recommends that employees atone by challenging colorblind ideologies and rhetoric such as, quote, all eyes matter and I don't see co- color. They must listen with empathy to black colleagues and must not question or debate black colleagues' uh, lived experiences. Okay, so this just keeps getting better. In another module called, What Can I Do About Racism? Uh, You can suck a dick in my opinion. Uh, Oh, no, that's not what it says. Uh, Disney tells employees that they must that they should reject equality with a focus on equal treatment and access to opportunities and instead strive for equity with a focus on the equality of outcome. 
The training also includes a series of lessons on implicit bi biases, uh, microaggressions, and becoming an anti-racist. The company tells employees that they must reflect on America's racist infrastructure and think carefully about whether or not your wealth, income, treatment by the criminal justice system, employment, access to housing, uh, healthcare, political power, and education might be different if you were of a different race. Again, this is coming from arguably the richest uh, corporation in entertainment, folks. But we're not going to go there. Oh, no. You know, that can't happen. Uh, in order to put these ideas into action, Disney sponsored the creation of a program called the 21-Day Equity and Social Justice Challenge. In partnership with the YWCA, I don't know what that is, and included the program... Same as the upside-down YMCA. It's literally an, an M upside-down, uh, but go ahead. So, so it's like, yeah. So it's like the young... Yeah, it's the perverted YMCA. Uh, and included the program and the company's recommended resources for employers. Uh, the challenge begins with informa information on systemic racism and asks participants to accept that they all have been raised in a society that, el that elevates white culture over others. Um, let's see. Participants then learn about their white privilege and are asked, yeah, I know, uh, to fill a white privilege checklist with options including, I am white, I am heterosexual, I am a man, I still identify as the gender I was born in, I have never been raped, I don't rely on public transportation, and I have never called, I have never been called a, ter a terrorist. Which, uh, that, you know, that last one, I suppose that, you know, after January 6th, a bunch of the white employees could actually check that, uh, box. They have been called the terrorists, but anyway, uh, next, participants learn about white fragility and are asked to complete an exercise called how to tell if you have white fragility with beliefs such as I'm a good person, I can't be racist, and I was taught to treat everyone the same, interpreted as evidence of the participants' internalized racism and white fragility. Uh, finally, at the conclusion of the 21-day challenge, participants are told they must learn how to pivot from white-dominant culture to something different. Uh, the document claims that competition, power hoarding, uh, comfort with predominantly white leadership, individualism, uh, timelessness, and comprehensiveness are white dominant values that perpetuate uh, white supremacy culture and must be rejected. Okay, now before I go on, let that bottom part sink in here. Uh, folks, individualism, time, timeliness, and comprehensiveness 
are white dominant values. Especially individualism. That that is that is straight up communism, right right there. If you think anyone, if you think anyone is overreacting, uh, you know, to Disney after that, I don't know what planet you're living, living on, bro, or sis, or whatever. Well, the no, see, the problem, the way, the way all this shit's lang- the worded, the language that's used, based, I mean, on the abundant evidence that we've seen uh, over the last few years. Uh, I don't know if I sound any better. Apparently, I was quiet earlier, but. Yeah, you do. The, uh, the the way this shit's all worded is like white dominant culture or like white. It's all like it's so ambiguous. And I mean, yeah, there's obviously white people. But if uh, if a black family stands for, you know, something deemed white <laughs> by whatever woke mob that they're surrounded by, you know, that, that shit can be twisted. In ter- I mean, again, we've seen it already and it's. Honestly, this shit doesn't really scare me that much anymore because it's becoming a parody of itself on top of on top of a parody of itself. It's like a, it's like watching a self eating mechanism. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I guess it, it doesn't really it doesn't really scare me. But I guess my my point in bringing this up is people are like, oh, uh, you know, people on the right they're just angry at Disney because they fired uh, Gina Carano, and it's like, no, no, no. Gina Carano getting fired was a symptom of all this shit that we're uh, talking about. Yeah, and again, right, right now, if you, if it, <laughs> none of it, none of it matters really. At the end of the day, like Disney's a huge corporation; they own a lot of our entertainment. Uh, but that entertainment is entertainment, bro. Like, um, it's it's all pretty new too. I mean, yeah, of course, Disney's been around for a long time, but. Much of what they have the their death grip on is uh is, is relatively new, and I mean, uh, people just who gives a shit, right? Let I, I mean, look, I get it. it it's uh, it's definitely offensive, and I worry for the next generation more than anything uh, how much they are forced to consume all this shit. But I don't. Again, I still stand by uh, the one the one pillar that I've had through all of the black pilled shit we talked about and a half or so yeah um we see a lot we see a lot of it highlighted in 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 various ways but i don't think we're we're not that soft a lot of people are for sure but collectively i just don't think we are i mean and and it it's not just the it's not just the fact it's the entertainment industry though that you know i i'm upset with because you're right the, the entertainment industry is uh you know, who really cares about that? But I'm looking at this more from the perspective of, okay, well, what about the people who have, who have worked, uh, you know, at, at Disney for like a long ass time who, you know, granted, they might, they might not be celebrities or anything like that, but they might be behind the scenes people who, you know, do uh, production stuff, who, you know, actually like have, men labor jobs within the industry uh you know they're not woke necessarily but they're going to suffer because of you know this of this shit um so 
And I mean, I find it funny too that all this stuff is being pushed by you know by a company whose CEO is whiter than uh than I am actually. He's just Bob uh, Chapek is like is a pasty white you know old guy who's like in his seventies. Um, but let's see. Um, yeah, but I mean, in this day and age, man, I mean, if you've got a lot of those jobs that you're talking about are, um, they're not worth a whole lot. They're, they're created by, uh, you know, uh, a lot of them don't do shit. Uh, and the ones that do don't get paid enough. I mean, it's like any other industry, but it's become so, um, uh, inflated, falsely inflated in so many ways, like the... You know, it's been a a meme for a long time. Like, you know, pretty girl from a small town is going to go to Hollywood, uh, and then she's a crack whore and dies ten years later. You know, some some tragic story. About yeah, the smartest, most beautiful girl in a small town who's following some fucking dream that the big noses out west uh, perpetuate to these young girls and boys as to what the ideal future is. Uh, and yeah, so fuck that shit. I mean. We're better off. And the more absurd, and again, the more of a parody they make themselves. Kids are not stupid. Uh, they like their shows, but they're not going to eat this shit up, man. Like, some of them will, but I just don't, again, I just don't think, I don't think we're that broken yet. No, I, I don't. We're pretty, we're pretty close, but. I don't, I don't think we're bro. I don't think we're broken yet either. And I, I do find it, I do find um amusing uh though that you know the the movie industry essentially got like a big ass bailout from uh you know the government from the government because of the uh you know because of the uh beer bug uh and this is the shit that they spend their their money on it's it's fucking hilarious uh to me that this crap. No, I mean, it is. It's it's propaganda and rehashed uh, attempts at. Ma- I mean, because I mean, it, it's been said ad nauseum for I don't even know how long. It feels like decades now that there's been one new movie to every ten remakes of some classic, um, you know, piece of film or um, play or something. You know what I mean? Some sort of some sort of remake, especially film. You know, remakes of remakes and. Of remakes of remakes, you know, and fucking live action versions of classic Disney cartoons that are just abominations. I mean, hell, I. Whatever. It's either a cash grab. It's either. It seems like it's either just a cash grab, uh, a, a pull on the n- nostalgic cord for a generation that's still holding on to that shit, um, or it's some, you know, some form of, sub, you know, subversive like propaganda i don't even i wouldn't even really call it that because it all seems so stupid and like unorganized the only organization to it is do what the mob says and i mean who's controlling the mob i think is the conspiracy but yeah i think all these reactionary forces they they definitely in in cahoots to some degree and likely have some actual agendas now i don't really care what they are now here now now i get now i guess here's the funny uh part of all of all this, yeah, and yes, believe it or not, this actually does get funny uh, at a 
at a certain point everything it, everything's funny you think about it bro it well Sorry. yeah we we've we've talked at that on and off air but this is just like like another uh example so if this isn't uh if this isn't racist in and of itself so let me read this par- paragraph it, it goes on but this is going to be the last one i read because this is funny uh, finally, as part of an initiative labeled uh, CEO Sponsor Priorities, Disney has launched racially segregated affinity groups for minority employees with the goal of achieving culturally authentic insights. In the original launch group, the Latino affinity group was called OLA. The Asian affinity group was called COMPASS. and the and the black oh no and the black affinity and and the black affinity group was called wakanda uh wakanda forever yeah that's incredible so i mean you're trying racial affinity groups also called business employee resource groups or birds (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah yeah gee gee wonder who's uh what do came up wonder who came up with, with that name hmm you know you know what this makes me think of just what i mean that is funny but this whole idea of um having affinity groups for to get culturally authentic insights like does it do all of those in cultures cultures matter like i mean of course there should be um well maybe there shouldn't be but people should obviously be open to other ideas and cultures that we didn't have exposure to growing up if you don't know about them you know everyone's fucking racist everything is prejudice if it has a heartbeat it's trying to protect something for some reasons it can't necessarily explain rationally um but um it just makes me think of the video and I know you don't really play video games, but, uh, um, what was it? Um, I can't remember the name. Uh, sucker punch, I think is the name of this. Oh yeah. I, I, rem- I remember that with, game. They came up with ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Um, recently. Uh, and they, it's a Japanese themed game. It's an American studio. Um, and they, they just, they did their research and they understood the culture well enough to present it in a video game better than any i mean the japanese fucking media absolutely it's a it's a doll and it's an american game they're like they're ashamed actually that americans made such an culturally authentic japanese game you know like it's it's stand it's a it's fun to play and it stands uh you know it there's so much japanese uh mythology and lore and it, it's uh they you know they didn't need to meet any quotas for that they they set out to tell a story about a culture and did so so well that the people actually from that culture are highly proud and actually pretty racist, generally speaking, um, culture. I mean, they adore it, you know. Yeah, pretty much across the board. So, you know, meet setting quotas and meeting them means jack fucking shit. Like, if you have a goal, if you if you want to, you know, okay. So your goal is to include all of these cultures just amalgamate them into one thing well and who's what's the priority like what what's what's the goal is it profit is that not a white goal 
I mean, are you just going to give everything away? Like, is the company going to dissolve when these affinity groups come together and, and turn it into a socialist company and boop, all the assets are gone and all the, all the, you know, CEOs in these affinity groups are, uh, you know, rich and have uh, their own compounds and shit. I mean, uh, right. I mean, I don't, you know who, it just, it seems so asinine. And I, again, that's why I say, go for it. Just sh- go for it. Sh- we, we don't. We don't want to talk about the CEOs and their their money. You know, they're they're above they're above all this and their uh, you know, and their and their Not for uh, long, man. I don't think so. I don't I really don't. No. All this shit, all this all this hype that they're building to these people that are eating it up. They they're the ones that I think they're they're the sleepers, man. These re I mean, again, there's a lot of fucking genuine retards out there, but people have been so filled with with actual like bullshit like false hope and i mean it's you know the, the the meme from years ago about the red pill you know it's that sort of thing where like you've i've seen it happen to people and not even necessarily with anything specifically but you know um after conversations seemingly endless in encounter to each other about a thing you, you know one thing comes up and, and then you, or you show them one piece of evidence or connect one dot and it all fucking you know it makes sense to them and they're like oh shit you know they kind of break out of the the hive and it happens both ways too because i mean conspiracy theorists that are have grown up that way their whole fucking lives here on the internet and think the, you know the earth is flat or shit it's like eventually they're like oh if they come out of it they're like oh like <laughs> if you're fortunate enough to witness it but yeah i mean i'm sorry i'm rambling no, you're no, you're good. Um, no, I, I was gonna say too. You know, we were kind of riffing at the at the beginning and saying, you know, ah, Cubans and Colombians. You know, they're they're all the same. But in all in all seriousness, the, the other funny thing about about this is, right? They have the Latino, you know, group and the Asian group and whatnot. But there there are there are so many different subcultures even within those ethnic groups. Like, blacks from America are way different than, uh, you know, blacks from, you know, the Congo, just as, like, an example. Or, uh, you know, from, from Sudan. In fact, the uh, this we actually, in Florida, I remember we went to... Uh, I had like a class with like some foreign exchange student that was like from Sudan or one of those African companies. And he was like prejudiced as fuck against like the African American, uh, you know, kids like this guy was calling, you know, the American black kids like the N word and just like really, you know, racist shit against another black guy so it you know it just goes to again that this isn't all whitey you know there's a lot there's a lot of like internal prejudice amongst all these groups which is something that they're not addressing which is hilarious to me so yeah and uh anyway what else we got man well that that was kind of the uh main art 
article uh in other news did you see the uh the elon musk is uh i guess hosting saturday night live uh right now as we speak and no, uh i know that because i haven't uh seen or watched any snl sketches sketches sorry in a very long time i can't even actually the only ones that I have were are provable uh, come town bits that that SNL has stolen recently. Uh, there's a couple of those that I've seen, yeah. but yeah, other than that, no, I don't. I don't give a flying fuck. And even Elon Musk, I don't, I don't really give a shit, man. I don't really the 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 thing that I care the most about. Again, this is just this is just pure humor. Is the fact that the outrage mob is uh, flipping out on. Uh, like, I guess his SNL appearance is somehow, uh, con- controversial now, um, because he's promoting, like, he's now into this, like, cryptocurrency doge thing. Um, again, I don't really, I don't really care other than the fact that I just find it hilarious that people are flipping out over literally nothing. So, um, and then, uh, there was also that weird Photoshop, uh, this week of the Bidens and the, uh, the Carters together, and it looks like the it looks like uh, it basically looked like Jimmy Carter was sitting on Biden's lap or something. So that was weird and uh, not creepy at all. To- yeah, no, totally not creepy. Um, mm-hmm. So cool. Um, other than that, I do have uh. I do have a question that I've, that popped into my, actually someone asked me about this and I wanted to get your opinion. Uh, what is a movie that you can think of, like a, a favorite movie of yours that could not be made today because of how, uh, you know, woke things are now? I mean, pretty much any TV show from the 1990s, like comedy, uh, you know, the 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 greatest era of, I mean, this you couldn't make, it's proven you can't make The Simpsons now. The Simpsons are still around, and it's not, I mean, it's long dead. So, really, anything. Um, they're even, look, they're trying to remake good movies, and they're fucking destroying them. All of them. So... The answer is, like, any of the movies that I enjoyed growing up, you couldn't remake now. I mean, all dogs go to heaven. Fucking Homeward Bound? Fucking, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, any of them. I can't believe, I can't believe that, like, Seinfeld is now considered controversial uh, by some people. The most the most milk toast you know comedian who has been doing jokes about like toasters and you know laundry. That's fucking fake news, man. I don't buy that. 
in the laundromat. And laundromats is now considered well. I mean, there are there are some people. I don't buy that. I mean, dude's been banging dude's been banging twelve year olds for like two decades. <laughs> I mean, like openly. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think uh, I don't think the outrage and mob is coming for him. What what's what's the deal with uh with fourteen year olds? So. Oh, uh, let's talk about Black Superman. How do you feel about Black Superman? Oh, right. fucking, uh, fucking, fucking Black, based. Black, Black Superman, huh? Yeah, I'm glad mm-hmm. we're, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually glad that superpowers would be, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, abil- the ability to, uh, carjack, uh, <laughs> the, the ability to carjack people like extremely fast. The, the, the ability to resist multiple cops' knees <laughs> on his neck at any point in time. Uh, Black Superman. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the the ability to like I don't know pay child support on time, or uh, you know, <laughs> or maybe actually, Damn. or maybe actually be like in in uh you know their kids' lives. Um, I don't Damn. know. the 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 God thing King. the thing is is like okay, so there is a black. There's like some weird like uh I what so I know that like just like I'm not much into video games. I know you're not much into comics, but again, this is this is another thing that they're doing. They did like an alternate uh you know, like, Superman store, like, kind of like a what-if story, like, back in the, in the 90s, like, what if Superman were actually black? And I I never read it, but long story short, like, it basically bombed. Like, it did, it did horrible when, it did horrible when it came out. Um, Because everyone was like, well, what, what's the point? Superman is, Superman kind of, uh, regardless, there, there wasn't anything special, so, again, uh, they took the, they took, like, the worst-selling comic book series, and now they're making it into a thing, um, uh, as, as par for the course, yeah, hey, that's another good, you know what, just a throwback, uh, Black Superman could have the ability to steal all of the bikes, you know, like in one fell swoop, he just—he's just like a, like a black streak across the screen, and all the bikes on the street are gone. You know who? And you then, know, and then he resells them. You know who? Who actually? Who actually? Hey, wait, why did you take Warfist? Warfist doesn't have his wrench anymore. Oh, War Warfist doesn't have his wrench. Mm-hmm. I, I've got it. A... He's claiming you. He claim. He's claiming you took it and beat him with it. I I probably. I probably did for for uh, for something for Sunny too hard. Yes. Um, okay. Um. So the ability to pay child support on time because he steals bikes faster than the faster than a speeding bullet. Um. <laughs> he also. Oh, hmm. Let's see. Uh, what what would what would be his kryptonite though? Um. Fat ass white women, bro. Like fat. In fact, you know, like, 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 fat white women with 
F-A-T asses, you know? Yeah. Only, only slightly cute, but obviously obese, you know? And that, and that would, and Where that white women at? She better be fat. That kind of thing. And that, and that would, that would kill him just like, uh, just like, uh, kryptonite kills, uh, and, uh, I, I mean, Derek no, Chauvin. dude, it would, it would have to be, it would have to be like, like bananas or something. Like he's allergic to bananas. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. Der- Derek Chauvin would obviously be Lex Luthor. Thor. <clears throat> well, but again, Black Superman has the ability to resist hundreds of police officers' knees on his neck at, at any given time. So Chauvin can... He can be better be able to he better have the ability to multiply in this uh who, book we're creating here. I, I I okay. Okay, so now I'm wondering who is Lex Luthor would would be. Um probably <sighs> I don't know. Um Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh yes, Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse. Black Kyle Rittenhouse. Um <laughs> Oh no! I, I've got I've got one that that's even that's even better. Uh, Jordan Peterson would be uh, would be Alex Luthor somehow. So, well, no, Jordan Peterson is Red Skull. No, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. He he literally is Red Skull. Now, well, I mean, DC can probably, uh, you know turn him into something i i'm i'm surprised they haven't uh i'm surprised they have i'm surprised one of these books hasn't like made ben shapiro into a super villain yet that's uh that's probably coming down the pike at some point um although he's jewish so maybe not (laughs) so um interesting stuff interesting stuff folks there's already a black superman but that's not what we're talking about thank you scorpio for the fact check fucking nerd <laughs> yeah yeah that yeah there is we we so that that's that's the other thing that like kind of cracks me up is when the, when the black panther movie uh came out everyone was like oh my god it's the first black superhero movie and i'm like did you guys forget no. super homo did you guys forget about Blade? Oh, hey, can't can you hear me? Holy shit, who's that? Fat Cat Boy. Who else oh, could Cat it be? Boy, what up, man? How you doing, brother? What? What up, uh, doing, homie? Doing fine. Hey, you were talking about oh, yeah. black superhero movies. People forget Meteor Man. People forget Blank Man. People people forgot about Spawn. What about Black Knight with fucking? Uh... <laughs> Oh, how about how about from the 90s. How about how about Steel, by, which starts Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah, but I mean that that was that was, I mean it's good, but it's Superman. horribly good. So, yeah, yeah that that is essentially Black Superman. So, I mean the movies I mentioned, it's like people forgot about them already. I'm like you motherfuckers, man, you have Black hero movies, you know? You just choose to ignore them. So you can feel so you could uh choose to feel a victim be a victim, you know what I'm saying? Just well, an excuse or whatever to be a victim. Well uh 
Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do feel bad for Wesley Snipes because, you know, now that, like, Black Panther is, is a thing, no no one but us, uh, you know, folks that, like... Old were, farts will remember him. Yeah. So, what what Wesley Snipes would be a great black Joker, though, I, I feel. Like, that that's another bit that Comtown did, like, uh, like Black Joker. And, uh... I, oh, yeah. I feel like Wesley Snipes would would nail that part. So. Oh yeah, like yeah, I know what you mean. Like he was like that. He was that guy. In oh, no. What's his name? Uh, Phoenix. Uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, oh shit! I I just Joaquin. I, yeah, Joaquin I, Phoenix. I, well, no, not Joaquin. You silly goose. No. What's uh, character's name? Demolition Man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's um. Oh shit! I I just watched that movie like two weeks ago too. There was uh, and let me let me look it up. Uh, that's a good movie. That movie, everything that it it's said and portrayed in that movie, it's coming to fruition. Yeah, except and... for the talk, except for the uh, the restaurant wars. Yeah, although you know that that could that could come to uh, that could become a thing. I mean. And Arnold Schwarzenegger. Simon Phoenix, that's his name. Yeah, Simon, Simon Phoenix. Phoenix. So, um, Apex, have you actually have you have we talked about Demolition Man before? I feel like we yeah, have. We, yeah, of course we have. Uh, last uh, winter, this past winter, when I was traveling to the Cheese State, uh, I watched and helped make some videos in regards to it because there was the the Biden. Uh, Arrow logo was similar to something in that movie, and even Warfist, uh, shortly thereafter, pointed some, out some similarities between that movie and um, modern stuff. So, yeah, certainly. Yeah, we uh, and we actually do have a toilet paper, uh, you know, shortage now. So. And Warfist has his wrench back now, so I, you know, I beat him with it last week, but I gave it back to him, so. Um, let's see, other, other, uh, stuff. Oh, um, so, Fat Heck Boy mentioned the other night that, uh, it's been 10 years since the uh, Bin Laden killings as of last week. And, uh, man, do I feel old. If that, I, I, because I remember when that happened. I was a sophomore in high school when that uh, thing happened. And uh, yeah. hopefully Bin Laden is still at the bottom of the sea, rotting in a tomb of bacon, as I had hoped that he would be or or if we go with the conspiracies he's living in uh tel aviv in israel chilling Man, that nigga, no that nigga's living in argentina <laughs> with hitler's grandchildren <laughs> he was he was probably, he was probably on epstein i knowing that dude he was probably he was probably on epstein island at some point yep <laughs> you know yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the whole Bin Laden raid. I mean, and that got me thinking about the the big name terrorists that we've killed since two thousand one. 
like like under different presidents. Like when it was Bush, it was uh, Abu Mazab al Zarqawi. I know y'all y'all old schoolers know who that is. Um, oh sure. Obama, it was Osama bin Laden, and Bush or Trump, he got two. He got al Baghdadi, and he got the Iranian general uh, Khomeini. Su- yeah, Soleimani. Soleimani. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Soleimani. So I think Trump's got the I think out of all three presidents, Trump's probably got the best record when it comes to terrorists. Well and and Biden and Biden's got Alzheimer's, so knowing him, he's going to like he's going to you know he's going to order a hit a hit on himself. So uh now now that would be an interesting premise for a movie. Like he puts a hit out on on himself by accident, and then he, and then he forgets about it because, uh, you know, he has Alzheimer's, and so he's just stumbling through everything. Like, why are people trying to kill me? And it's like, but sir, you put the hit out on yourself. So I don't know. <laughs> to me, yeah. Um, ima- ima- oh. Imagine if Biden inadvertently takes out the deep state. Just like in a in an Alzheimer's uh, lead haze, yeah, that would. So. <laughs> oh, that'd be oh, that'd be hilarious. Oh, you know what though? I mean, I was thinking, I was checking out the. It, it's like the tenth anniversary, you know, of the. We're talking about anniversaries. Then I looked up, like you know, like in September, it's going to be twenty years of of nine eleven. And in August, there was also the uh, 10-year anniversary of uh, Extortion 17. Remember when the Chinook full of SEAL Team 6 got shot down? Yeah, that. And I think in, yeah, and in November, it'd be the 10-year anniversary of uh, Patrice O'Neill passing. Wow. So it's going to be a heck of a year of anniversaries. A true fucking legend, that man. Jesus, man. Timeless. I, uh, yeah, I, that's the other thing, too, is like, I if if they're gonna do Black Superman, okay, hear me out. I would have I would have loved just for comedy purposes to have uh, either Shaquille or not Shaquille, um, Dave Chappelle or uh, the guy you just mentioned, uh, Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, Patrice O'Neill. Patrice. Um, oh man, play Black Superman. Oh man. Oh man. No, just, only if it were a comedy. But listen. Well, like, I mean, it, it's it's black. It's it is black Superman. So I kind of feel like it already is a comedy. Just you know, on that fact alone. All right. Too dark. Am, am I going too dark with the humor? But but I'm tis. No. No, just on the plot there. Uh, I mean, Patrice is fat. He's like he's always like really fat. You know that 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 would make that would make the bit even better, like fat black Superman. So all right. So if you want to just go full on parody, but I thought we were going like Marvel Cinematic, you know, MCU here, or you know, NCU rather. Wink, wink. Yep. Well. Well now, cinematic universe. Well now, well now with the way things are going at Disney, it's it's going to be the MCU. 
you know, they're they're replacing all all of their uh, you know characters with wet with women. So um, none of which can really act either. But that's you know. Speaking of women and and uh, and uh, Disney, um, what is this I hear about? Disney's talking about bringing back uh, Gina Carano. Yeah, I. There have been rumors about that, but uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's it's all speculation at this point still. Um, until they actually have like an announcement, I. Uh, you know, I'm not really buying anything. I mean, at, at this point, why? Why would she go back? I wouldn't go back if I if I were her. Uh, you know, they tried to, they tried to fuck her over, so. I mean, I mean, really, why would you want to get rid of her? I mean, you're looking for a strong female character, and there she is. It's just because she's got a little different policies than you. I mean, uh, it, I mean, it's that and the fact that she's actually hot and the fact that men and women both like her and, uh, you know. Can't have that. So. I swear, liberals are just gay with their politics. Well, liberals are just gay in general. So. Yeah, that's true. Whereas I'm only, uh, you know. Politics are just gay in general. Yeah. Pol- yeah, yeah pol- politics is pretty gay. Politicians are gay, uh, too. So. Um, a sub a, a subset of politics. Thank you, Sammy. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Um. I was gonna ask about, about Mother's Day, but that might be a delicate subject for for some for some here. How so? I I, I don't know. Uh, any plan? Any plans for Mother's Day or anything like that? So, we uh, we do have a we do have a f- we do have a few moms in the chat that I kind of feel like we should acknowledge just because yeah, I will be I will be wishing all of them uh and, and as well as my own um biological mother happy Mother's Day but you know they will it will be equilateral. <laughs> Yeah, so you know. Saucin, uh, Starshine, uh, you know, all of it, all those moms just in chat. Uh, Brew, uh, we have we have lots of moms actually in this uh, community. Not to mention uh, Mama Savage, so uh, my mother and uh, Mama. Apex, so which is Apex's mother, so yeah, no, don't include her, but you can include uh, Mama Interest. Oh, yeah, and Mama Kiz, uh, on Twitter, Kiz Cardassian, I believe, is, is she goes by she, her and her husband just had their first baby. Um, shouts out to them, healthy little baby girl, apparently. So. Uh, oh, can congra- congratulations! So just in, just in time, right? Yeah. 
So, uh, I I actually know, uh, I actually know someone who became a mom on Mother's Day. So, that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, we have, uh, we have Mother's Day and then we have Father's Day, which, uh, you know, people always try and turn that into Mother's Day, but no. It's, uh, you know, dads, dads deserve e equal time as well. If they're, if, no, they don't, if they're good, that is, so no, they don't, but, uh, dads deserve time alone in the garage. Yeah, well, 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 th well, that, well, that's what they want. So, you know, and you know what? You're right. We ought, we ought to. We ought to just give them time in the garage or in the basement or where, wherever they like to hang out. So, uh, let's see. Uh, other than that, I don't really have any uh, topics, so I guess we can kind of uh, wrap this show up early then, unless uh, either of you gentlemen have uh you know anything more i do i do have a a little subject i would like to broach it's not really appropriate for the show but i do want to get it out uh because the video that i mirrored yesterday uh which was originally posted to turk february's youtube channel here on youtube uh got a copyright strike and this video was the first domino in the the zero tact uh, fallout and the uh, evolving, ever evolving lol cow situation uh, with those two ladies there. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not wishing either of those two a happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Neither of them are mothers, I don't think. So you're they, fine. They, they, they might, they might, they might want to be moms. Yeah, but no, but that's listen, not the, uh, that's Turk's not happening. Got a copyright strike, so T clips uh, on YouTube. Shout out to her, reposted it, and then I clipped it and reposted it, and we've both gotten uh, DMCA's directly from Adrian Blair, other, otherwise known as Eight Zero, specifically for using clips of her stream, uh, which is already transformative. Uh, but she's striking it down all over the place, so I'm trying to. I'm making uh, sock accounts to post it all over. <laughs> I so um. Oh, I guess in the middle of a female Monday in Matt situation here. I guess one topic we could discuss briefly, although I don't really have any articles about it. But what do you think about Caitlyn Jenner uh, running for governor of California? Oh, I don't know, Sam. I could give a flying shit. Let me let me answer that question with a question. What do you think about Mike Cernovich running for governor of California? What do you think about politics are gay and politicians are actors which are also gay and probably pedos and not out to hurt or help anyone but themselves? Fuck fuck the politics and fuck the politics. I mean, dude, seriously, I mean, what do I think about it? How much more proof do you need that it's a fucking show? Hmm? Like, who cares? Yeah. Who fucking cares? I I just think I think it's I think it's hilarious, honestly, that 
we've gotten to the point where Caitlin is is running is running for governor. Like 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 you said, Apex, everything is everything is a joke. So Californians either have to choose between, uh, you know, a a dude lady who has or or a guy with no balls or dick or so. or a guy that sexually assaults a woman. I'm talking about Servage because he said he's seriously going to consider running. Oh boy, yeah, it's it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a fun ride. It's gonna be a fun it? shit show. That that it's gonna, be, it's gonna be both fun and sad at the same time. I I I feel bad for any of my listeners that uh, are in California, but I I hate to say it, guys. I love you, but you guys are kind of fucked. Well, let's be honest. You guys, California's done. You guys, it's not that you guys are fucked. You guys have been fucked for a long time, but you know, that's uh, that's just the way things are going now, I guess. So. Uh, yeah. Anywho, um, oh, one other thing I want to mention, kind of, uh, just show announcements. I do have a channel, uh, on Odyssey now, so you can subscribe, uh, to that. And, uh, you know, odyssey.com forward slash Whitfield Report. And don't forget to subscribe to Sam's Twitch and DLive channels. So, ah, uh, yes, and the, and those are in the description as well. So, uh, and uh, Apex and I also have a another project that we're working on. That we will announce in the future, maybe. I don't know yet. But uh, anyway, folks, that'll do it for tonight. Uh, happy Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, and uh, from all of us here at NGC Studios. Have a good night. God bless. God save this great nation. God free democracy in that order. And, uh, you know, just go out there and do good and don't kill, do not kill yourself. You should all go and kiss your mother this weekend. Have a good one, everybody. Good night. Uh, good night. My, my turn. Happy single Mother's Day to everyone. Ah, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, shit. I forgot what else I was going to say. Oh, well, look. Bottom line, happy Mother's Day, everybody. That's Give the bit. Love. Take her out to eat. Give him a gift. All right. Good night, everybody. Night. Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash Report. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order. <laughs>